0: The following episode of Fuller Brown is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. the summer of 2014 I was living in Oklahoma City I was 16 years old or about to turn 16 years old and I went through an experience where it marked an experience that has caused me a lot of pain an experience that had caused me a lot of thoughts I have learned from it I have learned to live with it, I have learned to cope with it, and I'm hoping that if you are listening to this, and you went through this, or if you're going through this, that you tell somebody. It's not good to keep things enclosed in our minds, and our brains, and our hearts. I think it's time that we sp- speak about this important subject that it's scary to talk about. But it was very much necessary. I was 16, turning 16, and I was in Oklahoma City. And at that time, in my mind, I was in a place where it was hard. I I couldn't explain it to anybody. I was known as the funny guy, so nobody knew what this was like within me. Nobody ever saw a sign Nobody ever figured it out. I yelled inside of my mind, please, somebody see me. I, w- I want somebody to see me. But at the same time, I don't want any attention. But I did want someone to find me and shake me up and tell me that everything was going to be fine, that this feeling I was going through was temporary, that everything that I was going through in my mind. Which thoughts were not mine? I wanted somebody to tell me that it was gonna get better. Nobody did. I am here today, though. I am here standing on a very more positive day, in a very more positive life, but it wasn't always like that. It's not gonna always be like that for your friends, it's not always gonna be like that for your neighbor. For your family member. I was depressed. I was severely hurt. I was severely confused. I was severely feeling everything 10 times more than anybody does. I was at a friend's party. And I decided within the last hour that I had been at that party that I was going to end my life. This is not something that I've talked about. I recorded this on another episode that I deleted the story off of it so I could do its own episode. So Because this is such an important issue to me. At that time, we're going through adolescence. We're going through different friendships. We're going through different things in our lives at 16. So what I decided to do, it's just get it over with. And my mind, it was full. It, it was just, it's a hard thing to describe. It, its It's such a cold, cold room. It's such a heavy, heavy heart 24-7. Anything can set you off to become angry. Anything can set you off to become super happy. But everything can set you off to be super sad. So I was at a friend's house. And i decided to take away my own life so next to my friend's house was a field next to a big street here in oklahoma city it's pennsylvania avenue if you don't live in oklahoma city uh it's it's basically one of the busiest streets here on the southwest side of oklahoma city and i walked towards that street um But behind my friend's house was a field of just grass, really large weeds. Uh, They had not um, done the lawn there for quite a while, so it was pretty tall. And I was in my own mind. I was decided. I had already thought this through confidently. I was walking towards this field, and... I walked far enough to where they couldn't see me or so I thought I kept walking and walking and walking. And as I got closer to that street, I saw a huge 18 wheeler coming, going, uh, south, um, of the city. And I decided I was going to jump in front of it. I closed my eyes. I remember the feeling that because it was a summer, it was a hot summer day. But I remember feeling cold. I remember feeling like like this was a dream. Like I, I I wanted to wake up. I wanted to be aware. And the only thought, the only way I thought I could have done that is to end it. The trailer kept coming closer and closer, closer. It was speeding, by the way. The speed limit there is 40 miles per hour. Maybe he was going about 45, 50 maybe. Or it looked that way anyway. As I was getting closer, I could feel the wind hitting my face. Thinking to myself that that was the last thing I was going to feel. And I jumped. I didn't die. I wasn't hurt. I did not know that a friend of mine... Was walking behind me and pulled me back. He said, What the hell is wrong with you? Are you insane? I was really shocked because I really thought when I opened my eyes, it was going to be over. But no, he pulled me back. And before I realized it, I was on the floor. When I opened my eyes, I was looking at the sun and the clouds and, and he looking at him through like a foggy phase. Like I, I couldn't describe how he looked. He was just angry, surprised. Like, what What? What the hell are you doing? He said. And I said, nothing, nothing. What are you doing here? Why, why are you following me? He said, what do you mean? What? That's not the question that you need to answer at this moment. I need to know what is going on. I looked at him. I was so lost and numb that I couldn't say anything back. I was just shocked that it didn't go through. A lot of people that are going through these kind of thoughts are people that have a friend. Sometimes we as people are careless to be really selfish sometimes. I'm so glad that this friend of mine that I still know to this day, we're still pretty close. He stopped me. If he had not had followed me through this field or whatever you want to call it, I would be gone right now. And I don't have answers to why I was feeling that way then. But I will hear I am here to tell you that it does get better. That even though you're not realizing what you're going through and some things in your life don't make sense it's going to be okay but what triggers those kind of thoughts i ask myself what what could possibly happen to someone that'll make him want to end everything sometimes it's an abuse physically sometimes it's sexual abuse as a child as a teen sometimes it's just confusion Sometimes it's a thought that does not belong to you, but we cannot acknowledge that this does not exist. We cannot pretend that this does not exist, and we cannot keep pretending that our friends are not going through this. This happens everywhere. Until you realize that your friend is gone, until you realize that your family member is gone, you wake up and you you, you say to yourself, oh my God, I missed all the signs But no, you didn't. They were there in front of you. Friends that say, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Oh my God, I'm worthless. Oh my God. Ugh, ugh, ugh. But what do we do? Are we selfish enough to say, get over it. You're going to be fine. Move on. It's a bad breakup. Heal up that 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 bruise in your face that he left that she left you're gonna be fine move on or are we the kind that need to be with opening ears are we do we need to become that person for that someone else yes we do and until you have gone through this personally you may not understand and let me tell you you don't have to understand what you can do is be there for somebody. What you can do is listen. What you can do is not become a bully and make him do things that they don't want to do. If they say, I don't want to go out, check on them. What's going on? Why Why don't you want to go out? Everything okay. Don't be, ugh, he doesn't want to go out again. Let's just leave him alone. Yeah, we do need our space. I'll tell you that. But that's also a way of him telling you. That's also a way of her telling you, I need to speak to somebody about something that I don't know how to. I need to speak to somebody about something that I just don't understand. And I need you. A lot of times we miss these details because we don't want to see them, because we're lazy. Because we're horrible as humans sometimes. I'm admitting that. I, I've i been a hum- a bad human. I've been a horrible friend before. But when those people are gone, you regret not giving a hug, not giving a lending hand, not giving an attention, a five-minute talk. You, you've all of, all of a sudden realize that Oh, my God, Why didn't I say something? Why didn't I send this person to this doctor? Why didn't I be be there? why Why wasn't I there for that person? whether we whether we like it or not, we all face things about ourselves that we don't like every day. we we, we may not like our race. We may not like our weight. We may not like our families. We may not like our friends. But let me tell you, we need to wake up and pay attention. We need to become a generation for those behind us to say that we care. We need to stop being the ignorant people that we have always been. These are the kind of comments that I heard towards myself, by the way. (sighs) You're just a baby. You're just too damn sensitive. Or I really wish you would just get over that like right now cuz you're ruining the party. Or get over it. You lose the weight eventually. Or no, I did not mean to make fun of you that you look like a pig. No, I did not make to make fun of you in front of 20 people just to gain a little sense of confidence. but then i go home and i let those thoughts soothe me i let those thoughts control me i let those thoughts control my mind my health but then i have friends like that friend that pulled me from the from the street i thank god for that friend and I'm not going to say his name just because I want to re- respect that between us, that story. But he was there. He's been there. I have tried to be there for him. I hope that I have. I've met friends that have had thoughts like this similarly, you know, that have said, Tony... I, I feel like you will understand this. And they tell me, and I may not know what to say. But what you can say is, look, let's sit down. I'm listening. It doesn't matter if I don't understand your situation. All it takes is for me to listen. Do you have enough time to listen to someone? Do you have enough energy To sit there and listen. I think you should make time. I think you should wake up that no, this is not something that's going to go away anytime soon. But you guys, let's not be those lazy people that I don't want to deal with him right now. I don't want to deal with her right now. It's going to ruin my be there. Shut the hell up and be there. Really, that's all it takes. In all honesty, that's all it takes. What it took for me is for that friend to pull me back and say, what the hell is wrong with you? That woke me up. That I realized, oh my God, what am I doing? what would have happened to my family? What would have happened to my future that God had planned for me? Sometimes these thoughts are so dark and so full of negative energy that it drowns us. It really does. And and it has caused you to lose interest in the passions that you had as, as as a child, you you know we always get asked. As a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be in a, ne- uh, a pilot. I want to be the president of the United States. And what happens? Negativity happens. It's gonna happen, you guys. It's part of life. There's always gonna be somebody. But if I can change people just by speaking about this on my humble little podcast, I I, I want you to listen. If this topic right now is being boring to you. You can't see me, but I'm flipping you the finger. We need to pay attention. We need to be there. We need to be able to say. I- I'm so sorry. I think God created people. To be there for one another. And something happened in history where. Where. We let things divide us by color, by race, by experience. We need to go back to those times where those things didn't matter. Oh, you went through this. I'm here for you. I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to pick you up. You want to make double? (laughs) Sometimes that's all it takes. You guys, sometimes that's all it takes. You know what that tells them? I'm willing to take time and hear you out, feed you, nurture you. If you're a person that you're strong and you don't go through these flaws, God bless you. Let me tell you, that is a gift. But if you're like the rest of us that go through this every day, alone, learn. Learn from my story. If you're hearing this and you know who I am personally, what would you have felt like if I had not been on this earth at this time, at this moment, at right now, right now? Imagine your life without me. Imagine your life without your friends, your family members, your mother, your father. Nobody is exempt from feeling these things. Nobody is exempt. But you know what? We have checked out and not be there for people. I love getting messages sometimes at a random Hey, what's up? I saw a Pepsi sign and I thought of you. <laughs> you. You don't believe me, but sometimes those little things go a long way. Be that for someone. I know we have a life. I know we have a busy, Lord have mercy, a busy 2020 for sure. But don't let your selfish ass Send your friend to death. I cannot explain to you how much that is important. No, I'm not a psychologist. Hell, I'm full of brown. You get me? (laughs) But I know this for sure. I know this for a fact because I was in those shoes. I could have been dead by now. But Tony, did you try to commit suicide after that? Yeah, I did. I went through different phases, different traumas, different things that I couldn't handle it. And let me tell you, if you're listening to this and you're going through this, it's okay to be human. It's okay to have flaws. It is perfectly okay for you to feel like this sometimes. But you do need to get help I didn't get help back then I'm getting help now but if I had gotten help back then it would have saved me my teens my 20s of going through these kind of emotion, emotions seriously you guys whether you're a Christian or not whether you're a Republican or not a Democrat or not We need to put those things aside and start being there. I have a dare for you. I dare you to text someone. I dare you. Trust me, if you ask your friends genuinely, they're going to tell you how they feel. They will. Trust me. You ask, hey, how are you feeling? I haven't heard from you in a while. They're going to tell you. Those people that seem like they don't need anybody, they need you, trust me. We all have different egos, but trust me, we all need that friend that will sit there with you at 2 in the morning, drinking a nice coffee, and just talking about life, helping each other sort things out. That's what friends are for. That's what us humans are here on on Earth are for. Are what for? Oh, that was a full tongue there. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Check on your friends. Check your messages. Check your newsfeed. You're going to see when someone needs help. You're going to be able to see, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Everything okay? You feeling all right? How's your family? No, we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be perfect human beings. No, we're not going to be the best, but we can try. Yeah, there are going to be some things that we're going to miss. There are going to be some signs that we're going to miss, but it's okay. If you know that you did your best, you have been a great human being on this earth, being on this earth. So I'm going to give you guys, listeners, some homework. For the first time in the history of this little podcast, check on your friend. Send them a message. Some of your friends might be starving physically and you're not aware of it. Some of them might be going through divorce and you're not aware of it. These things that separates us and breaks us down as life goes on, those things hurt, you guys. They hurt. And if we're not careful, some of us are not mentally capable. I'm telling you this myself. I am not sometimes mentally capable of being there. I need people to be there for me. So this is your homework. Message a friend. Hey, how are you doing? I've noticed that uh, you've been distant, maybe. I've noticed that um, you've been going through something, possibly. And they're having great. Celebrate their accomplishments with them. Celebrate those differences with them. Today's going to be for them. Tomorrow's going to be for you. Let's stop being selfish. Let's stop being. I'm trying to be nice with my words here. Let's stop being assholes. Okay? Message a friend, message a family member. That's it, that's all it takes. After my friend pulled me back from that trailer and I was facing the floor, my back was on the floor, I was facing the sky, looking at the rays of the sun, I realized I wasn't dead. I was really angry, but at the same time, I was really relieved. Because you know what that pulled of that shirt from behind me? You know what that told me from my friend? I care about you enough to avoid this happening to you. Maybe your friends are not on this mindset. Maybe they're not depressed, or maybe they're not at that at that stage of that far of their grief. But that doesn't mean that you can't be there for them. Okay. And if any episode that I do helps someone, I hope somebody had said this to me when I was going through that at that time. And I am telling you, listener, everything's going to be okay. The sun is going to shine again. You're going to be able to have dreams again. You're going to be able to flourish as a great human on this earth. Trust me. But if you feel like you need some help, dial the suicide prevention hotline. Talk to your leader, church leader, your pastor. And if he doesn't listen, go to the next person available. Two or three might not care. But trust me, the fourth or fifth will. Send us your stories. You think I'm playing when I say I want to hear your stories? I'm serious. I want to be able to know that we're making a difference with this podcast. I want to be able to know that what I'm doing makes sense. I know it is. I know it is. And even though this is a really controversial topic, because I have tried to commit suicide in other ways that were more graphic, but I decided to share this story with you to know, to tell you that I'm listening. Someone is always listening. And this too shall pass. If you're feeling right now in a moment of darkness, in a moment where everything's cloudy, everything feels blue, everything just feels nasty, like, ugh. It's going to be over one day, and you're going to be okay. It's okay to accept help. It's okay to. Get that hand of a friend that's stretching it out to you. It is okay. Sometimes we've been through so much that we've been through so much negligence. That we've been through so much rejection that it costs us to be able to say, I need help. Save your own life. Get help. Trust me, I wish I had heard this before. It would have helped me clear out my thoughts before. But you're going to be okay. Listeners, I encourage you to be there for one another. I encourage you to check on your friends. I encourage you to stop being an asshole. If you say you're a Christian, hug someone. If you're not, hug someone anyway. We're all here on this earth together. Okay, let's make each other feel welcome. Let's put our differences aside and say, hey, I got you. So do your homework, check up on your friends, check up on your family. You're not going to regret it.